My name is Yuri Lowenthal. My name is Travis Centel. And you are awaited. You are awaited as a Mad Max Fury Road podcast where Yuri Lowenthal and Travis Centel watch four minutes at a time of Mad Max Fury Road and we talk about it until our stomachs become our hearts and our hearts become our stomachs and everything becomes right a V8 with the engine. world. <laughs> a V8 engine. <laughs> okay, this is a big one. Uh, uh, I know. Can we say that every time? I know, but this really is. But this really is a big one. And, and I'm afraid that there's so there was so much that happened in the last four minutes that I feel like I'm I'm gonna have to like go we're gonna have to go back. And, I was thinking the same thing. It's a lot I, to cover. I'm not sure we can track everything, but we're gonna try our best. We're gonna try also, our best. Yuri and I discovered something today, which we've kind of hinted at before, I feel like, but this movie seems like it's built in four minute sequence. Yeah, uh, four, four minutes, minutes se- almost, almost, yeah. It, sequences it, of four minutes. Sequences of four minutes. I think, yeah, and which is something we didn't know when we decided to do it in four minutes. It just seemed like a good arbitrary number. Do you think that, that this, this podcast makes you believe in God more than you did before? Yeah. Like yeah. It does, right? Oh, for, for sure. For sure. Like some sort of for transcendent certain. being? Oh, without a doubt. Okay, good. Valhalla? Yes. For sure. <laughs> yes. Uh, Morton Joe is my savior. Yeah. Well, listen, This is that is a this, relevant this, topic for yes, this it particular is. Four, minute, uh, four minutes of the film. We are taking a break from our regularly scheduled guest episodes to do a content episode, which this is minutes <laughs> 56 do you think through 60. We are now officially at the one hour halfway mark. Which is, yeah, which is pretty much halfway right through the film. Double high five. Yes. That was the sound of two hands you know, hitting two you know, hands. I, I never do better high fives, because I'm, I'm just a regular white guy. I, I never do better high fives than with you in this room mm. for this podcast. Can I make one correction to that? Yes. You're not a regular white guy. You're, you're, a, a, you're a spectacular Jewish. Jew. <laughs> spectacular Jew. That's what they call me. Uh, the spectacular okay. Jew. <laughs> That's a terrible nickname. Um, let's get into this for a minute, because I suspect we'll be pushed for time on this one, because so much fucking shit happens. It's um, true. Okay, so, so, so we've yeah. just left it uh, with, because it, the last bit ended with a, uh, with also a uh, sort of a good break point. Mm-hmm. Where this they're, is, they're this is coming off in, of, in the chase. of a perfect break point. Basically, a Morton Joe has taken over the chase of the big rig, of the mm-hmm. war rig himself, and he's like, right. "Let's get this done." He's got Nux on the on the on his car with him. What did uh, Ian keep calling that car? Oh, Great he, dinosaur? No, something. We just, just, you know, uh, full disclosure, we just recorded a guest episode on Skype uh, with a loyal listener and awesome Australian, awesome Australian, yeah. awesome Aussie, uh, Ian Tavner, where we get to ask him all sorts of questions about how, uh, how Australian things are. <laughs> he, he just told me the name of a Morton Joe's car at, because, seven because, minutes ago, and I've promptly forgotten. Because it. apparently it's, it's a legit monster truck. Uh, that now competes that, that or now, does the Yeah, or did before, rally. and they, they changed the, the, the chassis to make it look how George Miller wanted to look, but then they removed that and put the, the old, you know... Killer. Um, Side yeah. note, I met Gravedigger. Uh, you, really? Yeah, like yeah. You yeah. met a vehicle or the guy who drives it? The guy who drives it and the vehicle. There's a grave digger. Is he uh, also called Grave Digger? He kind of goes by it. His name's something weird, like Jim or something, something very, very. Uh, Jim standard. is not weird at all. Yeah, Jim's very, like, it's not, first of all, it's not, that's rather, not his name. I would <laughs> rather be called Grave Digger. Yeah, uh, but he's got a little house in the Outer Banks of North Carolina. And uh, he's got a diner out there called the Grave Digger Diner or something like Stop that. Stop it. And there's four different grave diggers there that are like buried in the, in the, the ground and look like they're coming out of the grave. It's cool. Really? Yeah. Wow. You've been to a monster truck rally before? No, I don't believe I have. I've been to a rodeo, but never a monster truck rally. I think, I think those Field are the trip. Same. Field trip. Uh, okay, so Morton Joe's on his rig, and uh, or his whatever his car's called, and uh, he's got Nux on there. He's also got, on top of it, he's got 
crazy old Rictus Erectus, flame flame throwing like a motherfucker. Right. He's, Just that's how it kind of kicks off. Is he is, is pure aggression, Rictus Erectus, and and usually expresses that through uh, firing big guns, yeah. uh, firing flamethrowers, or yelling "Dad," which he Dad. does all of these, and that's in this sequence pretty much. Yeah. Uh, so he's he's, he's it, Starts off, they're chasing the big rig, the war rig. I have to stop calling it yeah. a big rig, and um, and he's it's so much more than a big rig. It's a war rig. It's, it's a war it big is, rig. It is, yeah. Uh, and he's flamethrowing this massive amount of fire out off the top of of uh, uh, Morton Joe's Just out of car. frustration what and anger. What should we call the car? Because we're going to talk about it a lot. In, in Morton Joe's car, yeah. his first car. Because then remember he has because after he wrecks this one, yeah, spoiler alert at the end of this four minutes. Um, he he goes and uh, he gets back into his Let's old. Let's make up a name for the car it. that he started in. Let's call it the the, the Max call. Digger. Okay, great. That's Max, the dumbest. That's fucking terrible. Thing. But Let's try again. Okay. Um, I was trying to make a Grave Digger joke, gonna, but I fucked it up. We're gonna call it uh, the Monster Max. Monster Max. I'm okay. With Monster that. Max. So or, or Monster Joe. How about the Monster Joe? No, <laughs> all because these then, are so bad. Monster Max uh, feels you know, you like a Saturday get, morning cartoon you, or a serial. You only you only get this kind of gold uh, from not preparing anything for yeah. a podcast. Anyway, so a Morton Joe's car is coming up, and he's got a flamethrower on top, and this other guy who's basically a red shirt from Star Trek. Right. a guy we don't we haven't met yet who's about to get axed. Yeah. Because hey, don't fire the flamethrower, you right. jerk. The, right. the, the 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 wives are in there. Calling and, attention uh, once again to Rictus's stupidity. He, that guy is such a dumb piece of work. No, he's 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 big and he's handsome, but he's. You know. He's the Arnold Schwarzenegger, except the brains and so, twins. So, so you think that he could run for governor of California? I think he certainly could. Again, this is the guy who used to work out at my gym. That's right. Uh, I called him Blaster. I had nicknames for all the people in my... As in like Master Blaster? No, that's not where it came from, ironically. But I had nicknames for all the people in my gym because I didn't know their names. But there was there was White Knight, <laughs> Blaster, Skateboard, uh, kind of a bunch of them. And he was, he was Blaster. Wow. Um, so what I'm, did White Knight look like? White Knight was this guy who was... Who always came dressed in like a pantsuit uh, of of Ni- like a Nike sweatsuit sport suit of all blinding white. He only worked out in all white, and uh-huh. he would sort of do his thing. Never seemed to sweat that much. Amazing. Um, anyway, that's not important. But uh, Rictus Rectus is a big dummy in right. this in this scene. Right. And we're also reminded of, of what all the goals are, what's happening, what's going on. Mm-hmm. So uh, then Nux duck, ducks his little beautiful head in, yeah, and he, he holds up a little. Spike, like a little a pike. A pike. Well, he say, well, he says he's. I mean, a it looks on the spine. Yeah, it looks like a. Uh, it's a T. It's a T with a spike on the end. Right. Yeah. It's it's a it's it's like a one of those punch daggers. Those those. Uh, it's a those punch dagger. Something. I don't know. That's a good way of saying it. It's a I punch dagger. It's like an ice pick. A punch dagger. Like an ice pick. You, you called up you, the exact right image. There you it's go. a punch dagger, um, and he says. Uh, there's a secret way in. Basically, I know how to get in to the cabin. Mm-hmm. This I'll, is why you brought me. Yeah, I know what I'm up to here. So he goes up boldly. I I would suggest to his god. Basically, he's like, hey, bro, I can get in there. I can pike her in the back and the spine so I can keep her breathing um, mm-hmm. for you. And then Morton Joe hands him a gun and goes, no, she put a bullet in her head, and then pull the war rig over and get me my treasures. Right. Right, you know, reestablishing exactly what the important part is. Yeah, fuck Furiosa. She is, yeah, she is uh, totally expendable at this point. Yeah. So, you want to pick up? I, yeah, I can pick I've up just from been there. Dominating, I feel like. Right, no, no, this, this, this is fine. Because I know this is one of your, I mean, this this whole idea of him interacting with, with his god, and because that's what uh, what continues through this, through this scene. Immortan Joe says, yeah, that's, here, go do, do this. He gives him a gun. He gives him his gun. He's got 
his God's gun. He's got his God's gun. And his which, face is... Which, which, which is funny because um, uh, the, the Ayatollah of Rock and Rolla uh, from, uh, from the second film mm. also had his gun, which was also a six-cylinder, or not six-cylinder, but I guess technically it also has a six-round uh, revolver. Yeah. Um, that that I guess for for whatever reason are prized in this world, and it, it makes you know it's it's sort of an emblem of, of you know how badass you are or where you are on on the food chain. That's a this deep, is his personal gun. It's a good pull you just pulled. You're the Ian Tavner of today's podcast. I'm the, <laughs> the Ian Tavner Award. Do I get the Ian Tavner Award? Yeah, we'll have a we'll the, have like a talk Tarnish show award. we can yeah. like pass from person to person who get, whoever gets the who's just the smartest thing that day. So so he gives him the the weapon to do it with. Yep. Hands him his personal gun. Which I don't even think, um, I, you know, I'd, I'd have to go back to see if, if Nux really recognizes what that is when he gets a hand, like if he, you know, really sort of regards that gun, like holy shit, I can't right. believe I'm holding this. Right, right. Or if he's just too caught up in the moment. I to think even... he's probably caught up in the moment. I mean, there's a lot going on for this kid. This is the sure. best moment of his life. Yeah. He is so happy. He's so awestruck. Mm-hmm. And then t- to make it even more amazing. He says, if you do this, I will, Morton Joe says, I will carry you to the gates of Valhalla uh-huh. myself. Right. What, that is fucking magnificent. Yeah. This is everything Nux has ever wanted. Well, he asks his name yeah. first. What's your name? Right. Yeah. Right. At that point, he doesn't even know his name. Yeah. Doesn't know his name. Yeah. Which we should go, well, uh, the naming thing, I think, is Morton Joe doesn't bestow names upon people. I'm sure he's too good for that. But uh, in the trenches of the war boy you know, training ground. I'm sure that's what the nicknames get given. We should at some point figure out Nux's name and what, where it comes from. Yeah, I keep meaning to, to look it up and see if I can find Don't some Don't do it. Let's just talk through it. Okay. What did right. we just say? We, we had an idea. Nux is it. I mean, he's not a bruiser. It's not Knuckles. It's not, he's not like a, yeah. he's not Nux. a boxer. Didn't we say it was like nuts? Like, like lug nuts? Nux. Nuts. Because nut, nuts is dumb as a nickname, but Nux is cool. I'm glad they didn't call him Nuts. Hey, Nuts. <laughs> Get over here, Nuts. <laughs> hey, what's the uh, emotional center of your movie names? Nuts. Nuts. Cool. So, <laughs> Schlanga and Nuts. Schlanga and, well, you need both. I know. Um, I mean, not for this world where we're no, talking no, no, about no, that. Yeah. Right. But, um, so, so yeah, so this is, he, he gives him the, the gun. He gives him his trust. Yeah. And then he says that he himself will carry him across the gates of Ahala if he does this. And then... You know, the, and then he gives him the paint. Yeah. He's like, "This is it." He just give it to him. He sprays it on himself. Yeah. yeah, he sprays Nux with the chrome. Yeah, but you ride Eternal Shiny in chrome. Oh God! And the Which music is, swells here. It's a it, beautiful moment in the music. It's a fantastic music cue. It just hits all the right buttons because, again, we're in character land here. We're in Nux's POV. And that music is his heart. Like, we're hearing yeah. what his body feels like, which is, I am triumphant. I yeah. am going to heaven. I am. I have been blessed by my God or prophet, whatever, and I'm going straight to Valhalla. I'm going to do this thing I'm about to sacrifice. I'm about to not just die in battle, which is the goal. I'm going to die in service directly of a direct request of a Morton Joe. Um, it is the, the best possible way to die. I am ready to do this. He's yeah. so fucking pumped. And you can see when he gets, when he gets painted... He, it's, it's, he's crying. Like, he's... It's, he, it's, it's the happiest moment of his life. No, it is. He has this... Uh, I mean, it's a great performance moment for Nicholas Holt. It's just... Yeah. It's, just it, it's a really transcendent... You know, he's he's got it. He's like, oh, my God. All my life's goals have been achieved yeah, here. this is all I've ever wanted. And it's so, it's so good because there's a difference between winning the lottery happy and achieving heaven happy. Right. And it's a great performance beat because he's not ecstatic. 
I, he's ecstatic in the traditional well, sense of the word. Well, but it's not. But let, let's compare it to when uh, when he and Max are still together and they've essentially caught the wives. And he's like, "What do you want? What are you going to ask yeah, for? Like, we right. can get this thing. This is so much bigger than that. That's like, right. you know, had he, you know, his imagination was we're going to get something cool. But this, I don't even think he could have imagined. No, this. this is beyond any any possible hope he's ever had. This is this far surpasses any idea he had when he's sleeping in his little hovel, his little war boy hovel, that right. one day a Morton Joe Larry would spray, and Barry. with Larry and Barry, that one day a Morton Joe would spray chrome on him directly, give him his gun, and say, I'll carry you to the gates of Valhalla myself. Yeah. It's it's beyond anything anyone have, has ever dared uh, to hope for. Right. Uh, also, I want to point out, based on what's coming up next, the second time in the film that Nux has had chrome sprayed on his face, which right. we know is the thing you do right before you die. Right, right. So right before you die, you spray the chrome so it gets you across. It's the equivalent of putting the coins on the eyelids to, to cross the gates of, of the river Styx. There you it's, go. It's, a, you know, it's what you do right before you pass to make sure you get to Valhalla. Um, second time now, right. Nux right. has done this. Or as, uh, as I, I think I, I mentioned once before I read in an interview, he said it's, it was the... I think it was the Vietnamese soldiers you who had them. Yeah, who had a, a necklace with a little Buddha on it. And as they went in to, you know, for for certain death or into battle or whatever, they would take that Buddha and they put it in their mouth. Yeah. Um, you had mentioned that. I'd forgotten. But I think the chrome is so much cooler than that. Oh, it's so dope. So, Sorry, Buddhists. <laughs> suckers. George Miller got you on lockdown, son. So um, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm so sorry. That was beautiful. It was beautiful. You know what? We're both a little tired today. <laughs> we're, we're a little punchy today. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. I just got back from North Carolina where uh, I was watching NASCAR races, which feels so relevant. Why didn't I mention this? Right. I was watching the loudest engines in the world. Have you, you, have you been I've to a NASCAR race? I've never been to a NASCAR race. Those cars are so fucking loud. The engines, when they turn on and when they peel out from the starting line, are ball busting like you feel it in your nut you feel it in your schlanga in your schlanga right in your schlanga right in your nucks there's yeah right in your nucks there's <laughs> we were too punchy today <laughs> but there's something about I don't it know. That, you guys you guys have to vote as to whether you like you prefer us punchy or you like drunk yuri or sober yuri boy <laughs> but no it's it's it, there is something so deep and guttural about those engine noises and i and i and not just one one is powerful and resonant and and body shaking but 40 yeah. is, it's, it's unbelievable. It's absolutely unbelievable. And we also got to work with, um, uh, uh, what's his name, uh, Bubba Wallace's pit crew, who's like one of the top pit crews in the world, apparently. And I watched them change a tire in three seconds. Holy shit. F- took, the, took the lug nuts off, pulled the tire, put a new tire on, tightened the lug nuts, car was off. Three, three seconds. seconds. Three seconds. It, it's it, crazy. Nuts. And I told them I didn't know what a V8 engine was, and they punched and they me. They punched you in the face and <laughs> yeah. threw, threw you under the car. Anyway, I meant to mention that earlier. I'm so sorry. It was so cool, though, and such a car, uh, just car orgiastic uh, explosion down there. They love the cars. Oh, yeah. Oh, without a doubt. Um, and I'm punchy because I spent last night uh, throwing up uh, from food poisoning. I'm so sorry. Uh, all night. So, so I've got You're that, really go- I've got that going together for me. Today. I, I got to say I'm impressed with myself. I am very impressed. When you said that, I was like, you're really holding it together. I had food poisoning once. Uh, I was down for like 48 hours. Yeah. Did you, did, weak, you get it, did you get it all out? I did. Okay. I'm so mediocre. <laughs> Back to it because this, this is where that comes up. Go on. Um, so... He's ready to go. Nux is, is primed, ready to go. He's got the weapon. He's, uh, you know, when Morton Joe says, you know, fling him across to the, to the truck, mm-hmm. he goes, he's, he's got a length of chain hanging off him. Still from? Which, from the, right, from the, from the, uh, being chained from to being Max. chained to Max, mm-hmm. which is 
again, great attention to detail. Mm -hmm. and, and so important because he gets flung across the truck. By Rictus or Rictus? By Rictus. Or, was it Rictus or is it the... Oh, maybe it's that. I think that. it might be another yeah, uh, redshirt. Right. You're probably right. Uh, but he gets flung across and lands on there and climbs up on the rig. And he, he, is, he had tucked the, the, the gun into his, into his boot. Mm -hmm. And he pulls, he pulls out the gun like fucking He's Rambo. He's going go. He's ready. And he takes one step and the, the chain gets caught in the, in the grill on the top <laughs> oh, of God. the... And he fucking falls in the, in the most humiliating way possible. It's so embarrassing. The gun the, goes flying. Drops the gun. Yeah. Um, this, this, this prize possession of Morton Joe's, I'm sure. <laughs> and he has failed again. And he's hanging from the war rig. In front of his god. When he failed before, at least Morton Joe didn't see him. Yeah. He's, he's four feet from him. He watches it happen. Four feet from him. He's just given him the greatest gift of all. And, I, and he fucks it up. And, and, and then two very embarrassing things happen in quick succession. And Morton Joe looks at him and says, mediocre. Yeah. Which we've learned is a terrible thing to tell. It's someone. the worst thing. It's the worst thing, being mediocre in this world. Which we apply to to, to films, you know, yeah. in that for for us, that's the worst good thing. Good or bad is yeah, good. I, yeah, good or bad is good, bad. mediocre is bad. And then the second thing is a Morton Joe decides to fucking just handle it himself, you dumb idiot. And he right. floors it and re revs this his fucking what do we call it? What's the car called? Morton Joe's car. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. A Morton Joe's car. He, he revs his car up and just kind of ramps it up over this little uh, out, rocky outcropping and lands in this really badass um, stunt. Amazing stunt when you think about all the... I mean, it's, 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 it's a pretty badass stunt on its own, but now you've got guys who are actually holding onto the vehicle. I'm like, how did they prep they for that? I don't, know I don't even know how that... That's just magic. Tied super Once hard. again, kudos to the stunt team. <sighs> They're so great. Um, lands right in front of the war rig, and so Mad Max... Uh, Mad Max. And Morton Joe is now in front of the war rig. And we got a situation because all we now know, good storytelling, we now know he wants to put a bullet in Shelly's throne's head. Right. And wants to pull a, oh, put a bullet in uh, Max's head. I've, I skipped a part that's very, very important. I'm so sorry. Get back to it. Because this is one of my favorite parts We've in this sequence. We've got all day. We don't, though. We, we're already We've got all 18 episode. minutes in. We've got, okay, we're halfway through. Okay. There's I still got, plenty to talk about. Uh, I got so much to say about this. Okay. This is a just a beautiful piece of narrative storytelling scene work here. This is just an effective piece of, of business here. So a Morton Joe, before he goes in front of the war rig, pulls up on the right side of, of the war rig and pulls his gun out, sees Furiosa in the passenger seat, mm -hmm. has a direct beat on her. And as the music swells, Splendid, his wife, his favorite wife, opens the door in this like, let's be honest, a little cheesy but super majestic way. Yeah. Covering, protecting Furiosa from his bullet. And he drops his gun. Mm -hmm. And he says, Splendid, Splendid. Right. And uh, we get this beautiful shot of all the defiant wives staring at him, yeah. saying basically, you can't do right. this. We're not right. your property anymore. Right. Um, and but, then, but which, which he says, they're my property. Yeah, he says, they're yeah. my property. And uh, tw 20 seconds later, um, the, the angle of the cars change, and F Furiosa pulls out her gun, which we've seen her load at the top of the, of mm -hmm. the sequence. And then takes direct aim right back at a Morton Joe. So the tables have turned now because of the wives. And then she fires, and one of the red shirt guys dives in front of Flings him. himself in front of the So bar. we have this mirror image happening here where Furiosa is being protected by his quote-unquote property, his wives that she's rescued. He's mm. being protected by this guy who has allegiance to him, sort of blind, deified allegiance to him. Right. And I think it's a beautiful little set piece. It's so smart, well, it's so contained. They're both, they're both based on extremely strong belief. Yeah. The guy throws himself in front of Immortan Joe because that's the highest calling. Yeah. And Splendid puts herself, he believes that that is the highest calling, and Splendid puts herself in between her and the bullet because she believes 
that he would not shoot her. Yeah. Also, it is an act of, of, of beautiful faith, faith that, that, A, that he's not going to shoot her, and B, that she in some ways is, I, I mean, I, I agree with you, I think ultimately she thinks he'll never shoot her, but also that, that the cause uh, is more important than any individual person here, that she's willing mm -hmm. to risk her life to get the other wives out. Mm -hmm. um, again, I don't think she thinks he's going to shoot her, but um, right. it's a really nice, nicely structured moment. It's just, it just, it happens so quickly that you almost lose the nice parallelism and synchronicity right. of that of that moment. No, that's true, and it's it's funny, you know, the reason that she, I think, it's much more, um, in now in in retrospect, it's much more that she doesn't believe he would ever shoot her, mm. and not that she is so good of her heart that she would. Yeah, I think that right. she would give. I mean, I would look at, at all of the wives and say they're all in general fairly selfish. Yeah. And not because I don't think because they're mean and they don't believe that other people, but because they haven't known anything other than to be taken care of. And I don't think that they understand the value of, of you know, individual sacrifice for no, the whole. No, I think you're really right, actually. And, and that's never really tested in this film, but I don't, I don't believe that. Feels that, like a good theory. Yeah. Uh, can I say something I've not said in this podcast, but I, I've been wanting to say? I love that. Because I think, at this point, we've probably said just about everything. I don't we? know. <laughs> I think Zoe Kravitz's daughter is the worst actress. You mean you mean uh, Lenny Kravitz? I mean, daughter, yeah, Zoe, Zoe Kravitz. Kravitz. I'm totally sorry. fair. Totally Zoe fair. For listening, I'm sorry, but I, I every scene that I see with all the wives, I, I find them all doing their own thing that's interesting. I mm -hmm. watch them. I'm I'm intrigued by them. I feel cohesion of character. Every time I see her, I'm like, what are you doing? Yeah. Do you feel that yeah. way? Um, uh, if you had to pick the worst actor of the wives, woof. Um, that's a good question. It's not because a good question. It's a terrible it's, question. It's not a good question. I think it's an I'm insulting, gonna, terrible question. Yeah, but, I mean, I, I, I'm going to have to agree with you. And because on one hand, I love her character as, as you know, as a, in a utilitarian sense. Yeah, as like conceived, I, as, the character As conceived, nice. right, and the, the specificity of that character um, capable and, you know, how she is different from the other wives. I love that. But, but you're right. It feels... Um, She's missing something as yeah. a performer. Yeah. All right. I just, but I have, but I have, um, you know, always felt that about her. Like I, I've always felt that about her. Yeah. So it just needed to be said. I've been thinking it a lot, and I've been dodging saying it because it felt a little judgy, a little catty. I'm not here to be judgy or catty, except I am. Except. <laughs> except it's well in fact said. what I am doing. Well said. Uh, okay. So. But, but let's but let's say we don't. I will be honest, we don't spend a lot of our time on this show, or rarely, if ever, do we, I think, come up with a, uh, a comment that's mean. catty or mean. Well, yeah, that was a little mean, but it's something I... I You'll pay for it. I know. When, I have, when, when Zoe tweets us out. Jesus Christ. I have resisted saying it. Fuck yeah, guys. You tried doing it in 120 degree heat. Yep. I, I, I do feel um, like I tried to not say it, so that makes me feel a little better about myself. Okay, great. All right. You got to be true to yourself. I'm true to myself, and I feel good that I said it. Uh... So, um, then a Morton Joe uh, needs to get in front of the vehicle because now he realizes, okay, from this angle, it's not working. Mm -hmm. The wives are blocking my shot, mm -hmm. and I need to get in front because that way I have a clear shot to right. Furiosa. And I can slow, can, we can, I can control the vehicle maybe this way. I can slow it down because he also doesn't want to take out the driver and have the, 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 the war rig wreck. Great point. Yeah. Strategically, very nice here. Mm -hmm. um, and the reason he was willing to take a shot at Charlize Theron is that she wasn't driving. Right, exactly at this point, because Max right. is driving. Um, all, all very strategic, all very nice. So then he pulls the car in front of the war rig, 
And uh, shit gets hairy for our hero here. Yep. Because Rictus Erectus or the red shirt guy has got the harpoon gun? Uh, it's Rictus. Rictus has the harpoon gun. He's, yep. he's exchanged the flamethrower for, for a, a harpoon, harpoon gun. gun. Wait a minute. What's we may have to here? backtrack this and see if, if they've got the... I mean, I, sure I can only believe that they have separate oh, guns on there and that he's established this and he didn't just sort of midstream change a flamethrower into a harpoon. No, 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 no. He's got lots of weapons on there. That guy is ready for fucking battle. Rictus Erectus comes prepared. Yes, There's one thing I know about Rictus Erectus. He comes prepared. That's all I want to say about that. Uh, Fair enough. So he's going to put a fucking harpoon right through um, Tom Hardy. What happens then? Something, has, something distracts um, him from doing well, that. Well, he, he shoots it into the... Well, that comes on the, after this because he he's on the other side of the vehicle at that point. Does oh, he take aim at the? Oh, do you know what I'm saying? Or does he come? Yeah, now I'm, I'm starting. I'm, I'm getting us. Uh, a lot a fuzzy happens on in that. this four minutes, you guys. We're yeah. barely, we're barely even into it. <laughs> um, but in any case, I mean, unless I'm missing something important, he does. He fires the harpoon. Yep. It goes into the steering wheel. It's a killer shot. Yeah, it's it's great, and and it's and I'm trying to decide exactly what he was aiming at. Do you think he was aiming at the steering wheel? I wanted. I I feel was like it, it's the best place to put that harpoon. And it feels like a fucking dope shot because if you remove the steering wheel, you obviously you know you well, have control that, of the car. Yes, I guess because you're attached to it. I guess they're trying to slow it down in that way, that they, right? that they feel like they could guide it somehow. Because yeah, they're not going to wreck it on purpose. So if you don't have a steering wheel, you have to brake maybe. Right. I don't know what the strategy or, is, but yeah. it feels it felt intentional and felt into smart. the meat of the car somewhere. You, you couldn't have just done into the door because it would just pull the door off. Yeah. So into into the dash seems like a good place. It goes through the um, the, the steering wheel. And then as they start to put on the brakes to try to slow the, the rig down, it pulls the, the steering wheel off and Max's hand gets caught between the steering wheel That's and the door, which gotta has got to be painful. It's got to hurt. And Max, yeah. um, who's a tough dude, makes a lot of grimace faces, indicating to me it wasn't That it was painful. indeed painful. Yeah, because he's a tough guy. He doesn't make grimace faces if he right. doesn't have to. Right. Um, uh, right. And then, um, so, so now they, they realize that, uh, you know, now, now those on the truck or on the, on the war rig, realize that they have to control the situation or they're all going to die. You're right. Um, so, so the wives go to freeing the chain. Mm-hmm. They're the old bolt cutters, the, the chain cutters, bolt cutters we've seen. Yeah, and, and let me say, I've never seen a, uh, a, a tool come back more often um, in a movie That's great. As, as these bolt cutters. No. When you think of how many times they're used. We, we first see them when they're used to take off the chastity belt. Yep. Then they're used in the fight. Mm-hmm. Then, or well, he well first he tries to get her to you know to to sever to do the chain for between him and Knox, mm-hmm. um, in the with his neck. Um, then they're used in the fight. Mm-hmm. Um, then they are. Uh, um, where do they? I'm trying to think of the next. I mean, is the next one? This. I mean, in any case, I think so. Keep, and well, then after that comes up again when they fire comes back of the truck. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Oh, so it's, good storytelling. It's, yeah, yeah. Cohesive. Um, using your uh, your what's it what's at hand? Using the elements in play. Uh, right, so the wives cut the chain, freeing, freeing the steering wheel. Steering wheel goes flying. Max gets his hand back. Furiosa. Right, all of a sudden, there's no fucking steering wheel. There's no steering wheel. They're driving with just a drive shaft. That doesn't feel right. And so Furiosa. I don't think that's technically a drive shaft. I don't fucking know what it is. I, yeah, as I, I said it, I'm like, that's not you what know, that you, thing you is. You said it, and I'm like, yeah, I don't, I don't fucking know. No, it's definitely not what it is. Right. In fact, what it is. I, I feel like I know what a drive shaft is. It's not that. But um, it's the there's a thing, the thing that goes out. under the car. I yeah, think it's the drive right. It's the, the turns. The can can we we should not talk about cars. Yeah, I'm only digging myself into a deeper hole. Yeah, I can talk about how loud engines are and how quick someone can change a tire. That's the two things there I feel go. equipped to talk about. Great. Anyway, there's a big stick sticking up with no wheel on it. <laughs> In the the it's cab, all you need to know. The cab of the big rig, 
and Furiosa is going to solve this problem uh, by putting and does quite handily, quite handily, putting and a, quickly, yeah, um, putting a wrench on there, yeah, uh, a pipe wrench, pipe wrench right on there, right, so yeah, and locking it down so you, you've at least got that lever to yeah to to turn the drive shaft, yeah, the, right, right. <laughs> so, uh, so they look up and they see that they need to do this quickly because there is a huge rock coming up, yeah. and Splendid is still outside the car from cutting the, right. the chain. As a matter of fact, I want to say, is Immortan Joe the first person to say, fucking look out! Yeah, maybe. And then they look up from what they're doing. Yeah, Not that maybe. they could maybe hear, but I don't know, in any case. Yeah, he's super worried, everyone's super worried. They wrench the wheel to the right, the door gets... Together, me. which is a nice, again, you know, we're looking at moments where they have finally come together and are yeah. working in tandem. She has her robot arm on there, her, yeah. her uh, prosthetic arm. And he has his, and they're they're cranking it together. Yep. And they get they just clear it with the cab. The door gets smashed off. We think for a second we've lost Splendid. Yeah. In a, in, a, in a beautiful moment of tension. Mm-hmm. And, sus- and then suspense. She, suspense. And then they she pokes her head out from behind the cab. She's ducked behind it the last possible minute. Yeah. She's very agile for being pregnant. Right. That one. Um, and do you want to talk about this uh, Mad Max moment? This is one of my favorite moments of the film. Yeah. When he looks back. You know, when everybody thinks she's dead and, and he looks back and she peeks out, they share this really interesting, intimate moment. Yeah. Um, and then he gives a, sort of a, that, uh, fuck it, you know, thumbs up. A you know, weird that, that, A weird up. kind of, yeah, chuckle. It's like about the only time, it's about as close as he gets to smiling, I think, in the movie. Yeah, like, nice, nice work, kid. Wow, that was crazy. Um, and they used, I believe that was in the trailer. So it was important for... It wasn't just me. They 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 found it trailer worthy somehow. It's so interestingly intimate. You used exactly the right word. This look they share is so complex and and, and intimate. And in looking at, at this moment, and the score underscores we, it too. Yeah, yeah. And and in this moment, um, when we were just watching it now, I was I was trying to. I mean, I've seen it, you know, a million times, and I and I love, I love that that I don't know if that was a Tom Hardyism or or whatever. It's such a it's such a specific, beautiful moment. Yeah. But I was trying to figure out what it was that sort of gives him the instinct to sort of give her a thumbs up. And I think it's the first time that maybe he's felt that they have done something capable, you know, at the risk of using capable's name for another right. life, but done something to, you know, and not just have been um, uh, relying on uh, Furiosa and Max. Well, yeah, it's it's loaded because it's it's a number of things. It's... You just saved my hand. You're the one. Mm-hmm. She's the one who cut the chain. So he's like thanking oh, right, her for that. Right. I didn't even think of that. Yeah, he's thanking her for that. He's saying, "Way to not get killed." And mm-hmm. there's also this complex intimacy that they share. That's sort of indicated at by the music and, and the, the way it's cut. That it's almost romantic. It's, yeah. it's like a it's a weird intimate beat. I, I love it. I love and, it. And and it's an audience moment too. Because I think in that moment he represents the audience. Like we just thought she just fucking got crushed against this pregnant woman got crushed against a rock. Yeah. And then the way, sort of the, the look, the, the little shake to his head he gives and almost the little chuckle. It's also, it's, it's the same as us going, oh, fuck. Whew. She's not dead. Yeah, yeah. We didn't, Good job. We didn't see Good a pregnant job. woman get killed. That's fucked up. Yeah. So what happens next? Um, so, so, so we only get a, 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 a moment of respite. Of course. Before, oh, fuck, she actually gets killed. Yeah, they, exactly. the, they hit the rock. Yeah. They hit a different rock. Yeah. Uh, an outcropping. Yeah. And she goes flying off the truck. Yeah. Well, Which first, is, first she she has this beautiful, this standard. I don't want to say beautiful, but a pretty normal movie moment where she they hit a rock. She gets dislodged. And she's hanging on to the door that's already decrepit from the mm-hmm. the smash before. So she's hanging on. We see her, and then she falls. 
yeah. and falls right under the wheels, we see, of, which is a crazy shot because you see yeah. her body go under the car. Yeah, yeah. Pretty good. Um, a Morton Joe wrenches under the Under a Morton wheel. Joe's car, not the Warwick. Correct, yeah, yeah, under the Morton Joe's car. We see him wrench his vehicle to the left, giving no regard for himself. It's just his son he's trying to save. Or yeah. baby. His unborn son, because unborn he also son. puts him, he puts himself at risk. Yeah. He puts all the guys, including his older son, yeah. at risk. It's so important to him yeah. that, that, that she does not die and that that baby survives, which also goes to show you how few babies probably survive yeah. from, from pregnant women without, in this world. In, without hesitation. I mean, yeah. he just, just sees her it's, fall yeah. and just yanks that wheel um, to no avail. Mm-hmm. Um, and because uh, it's too late at that point, it's just, she's under there. We we see her go under there, um, and then there is some fucking just crazy shots that come after that. Of of I'm I'm doing this out of sequence, but the sh- when it cuts back to him holding her body in this contorted. Well, first he, let's just say that he wrecks his. I mean, his car. He doesn't just wrench it to the left, but he destroys the, the car. It goes upside down. It goes upside down. It rolls. Guys fall off. Guys fall off. The car is essentially wrecked. Yeah. But yes. All of a sudden, by the way, um, Rictus Erectus now has a machine gun. Right. right. What's it called with the now big... Now I have a machine gun. Ho, ho, What's ho. The... Yeah, right. What's the one with the big... Uh, oh, you haven't seen Die Hard. That's right. We established that. Yeah, I don't know you... Die Hard. Wow. Sorry. Can't wait. Can't wait. Sorry, sorry. We're going to watch it on Does Your Favorite Movie Suck. Um, <laughs> by the is way, that another I'll... podcast? It is. My friend told me to tell you, he's listening to that, and he thought your Twilight, episode, uh, Twilight Zone episode was the best one, and it, he loved it. He wanted to tell you that, how good it was. Thank he you. didn't want you me could... to tell you on air, but here we are. And it's too late. Yeah. Um, right, anyway. So, uh, all of a sudden, Rectus Rectus has this crazy machine gun. with the, mm-hmm. what's the It's not a belt feeder, but it's got this circular it, it is, clip. Yeah, it's got a huge, some sort of mag on it. It's I mean, it, it looks like... I thought you would know. Yeah, I'm sure. Well, it looks sort of, it's sort of like a minigun, but it looks... It's like what they, what they would mount... Is that right? What? A howitzer? Howitzer? No, no. A howitzer is a giant cannon, but uh, what is a minigun is like is like a uh, very impressive. It's like a Gatling gun that they mount on the on the I sides think Gatlin of Gatling gun is of, the word uh, I want helicopters. To yeah, Gatlin. It looks like a gun. Right. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Somehow he's doesn't matter. A giant gun that only this guy could hold. Let's be honest. And he's just fallen off this huge car right. in this car crash. He's immediately back up with a machine gun around his neck. Right, just shooting after the truck. You know, at, sort of at, at, pretty much at random. And then shooting into the air just and angrily then, because yeah. when he's mad, he expresses himself. By, 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 waste, by, by wasting important resources in a world like this, whether it be gasoline, or I did that for you, yeah, or, you. Uh, you know, bullets, which I'm sure don't come cheap, especially he's for a gun a like dummy, that. He's such a dummy, that guy. I love him. He's, he's so, he's so angry. But it is a horrific shot where, I mean, the sequence of events here, pregnant woman almost dies, doesn't die. George Miller's like, she's safe. I right, we wouldn't kill... Woman. Don't worry, audience, we wouldn't kill a pregnant woman. We'd throw her under the goddamn wheels of a car. And then we have this gruesome shot where Morton Joe is holding his dead wife, or dying. She's mm-hmm. dead at that point, right? She's. I think she's dead, but the, but the, right. the fate of the child, as of is yet, is, still, is, up, is, is up in the air. Yeah, yeah but, in, but it's not like she's just like limp. She's contorted. Yeah, around him. Like, he's trying to wrap... It's crazy, body. man. It is. It is. It is. An, it is a, a super interesting choice, which I believe um, is is very effective. But also very. I, I was looking at it this time. It's probably also how they had to sort of fasten her to a harness to him, for for him to be able to hold her for as long yeah. as the shot took. Yeah, he, she's bigger than he is for sure. Yeah. He's old, right? Yeah. What well, hell is that? Older guy. guy. I don't know. He's old enough know. to not be able to hold a. I mean, tall, I mean, tall. Woman. I mean, not not so old. He's still not a complete fucking badass. No, but. obviously. Uh, he is a badass. But yeah, it's 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 very effective though. It makes it a very striking image, and he's screaming, and we get a, sh- a shot of his mouth, and his teeth are all bloody. Bloody, yeah. That's clearly he up. rolled in the car, yeah. Ugh, and he's shouting, something. Um, 
I, I forget exactly what he's yeah, shouting. He's shouting something. But it's, it's, it's anguish. It's pure it's it's pure anguish. anguish. Also, I think it's get them or something because yeah. these two guys in pretty bitchin' masks pull up on a motorcycle yeah. who have gotten through the rubble and wreckage behind them. Um, and uh, he's basically like, go after them. Go fucking get those rest of Yeah, lives. like he can barely make words yeah. at that point. I yeah. think he does say something, but some of it's also just like, ah! Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And these guys on the, with, the, with the bitchin' masks drive off after the war rig. Um, and a Morton Jones left holding this this dead body, uh, which right. is just this horrific right. image, man. Especially because we know it's a pregnant woman. Especially because we've just connected to her. We've just been relieved that she's okay. We've just right. seen her survive. Um, and then she gets taken away. Oh, uh, just. Ridiculous. And is this the first character that we've? I mean, a lot of people have died in this movie yeah. till now. But is this the first character we've gotten to know? And think might get get out of this. Who dies? I yeah, think it I is. Yeah, I think so. I think it is. I think you're right. So this is the first death of our of our from our main cast. Right. Um, we did miss a moment earlier. I mean, let's get lot, to it. There's a lot of moments I think we missed. But We've we got missed. plenty of time. Yeah, yeah, we're doing good. Um, but uh, so, that, so I think that's roughly the four minute sequence, right? That is, yeah. I think yeah, shooting at the distance, and then and then and then they drive off because yeah, we the, the we st- the frame that we stopped on was the the rig pulling off into the, which on top of it's the a rig? great beat. Um, I don't know if that's just equipment or yeah. if I don't think anybody's standing on there. There there is a interesting as they're driving away. You're looking through the back. Uh, um, there's a, a piece of uh, metal hanging down, which at, at first looks like uh, some of you know some camera equipment that uh, they forgot to to hide. But is is those things that when she's driving into the canyon, one of them gets knocked off as yeah. they go under the. I never I'm never quite sure exactly what those are for. Let me say something to you. You're asking the wrong person. I uh, you know, but I don't think it's a a, a car related thing. I mean, I think it's a Mad Max world oh. related thing. I don't know if it's if they're up there so that guys can can stand then on the maybe. top and hold on to them. Maybe, and maybe you're asking the right person if it's a Mad Max thing. Uh, I just feel like if it's a car thing at all or any, any way related apart. to cars, I'm not your guy. And I know that um, in, you know, when they, on the IMDb, when they have you know, goofs or uh, continuity errors, um, a lot of people have caught that uh, when they drive through the, the canyon, one of them gets knocked off, and then several shots later, they're both uh. still up there. Don't care. Don't care about Don't that. Don't care. That zero, feels impossible. Zero fucks given. It, yeah, it feels impossible to not have some of that in a movie like this with so many fucking moving parts and yeah. decrepit cars falling right. apart. But the part but I wanted anyway, to speak I just, about... Yeah, yeah, I just didn't know what that was, but I'd like to call attention to it. I don't know what it is either. Um, <clears throat> there's a nice shot where... Uh, so Morton Joe nice starts shot. off... Oh, thank you. Uh, Morton Joe starts on the right side of the war rig, uh, goes in front, then ends up on the left side of the war rig. So he's covered all sides. He's looking around. He sees that Max is driving, which is a nice, nice moment. Mm-hmm. Who's, who because is, until that point, he has not seen Max. That's right. So we, who is the fuck is this guy driving right. the car? Doesn't have his mask on. Probably doesn't know who the fuck he is. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, they're, they're jockeying for positions and shots. And he gets to see all sides of the vehicle. And then our crazy wife looks at him and goes, Schlanger. That's right. And I it's forgot. so good. It's so good. She's... That's the thing, man. She's so good, like, and so watchable. This one, she's yeah. just a nasty little creature. A little crazy little. She's crazy little. Yeah, the dag. Yeah, the dag. yeah. She's and so I think good. Ian, Ian said that we've we've talked about what that means. So, German so, cock. It's that's Schlange. Schlange. Dag. Oh, oh, so the dag is is the name oh, of that oh, character. Sorry, I just yes. wanted to talk about German. I just wanted to bring Ian up again. Um, <laughs> Schlange. Schlange. Yeah. Um, which, as I mentioned before, was literally is what she's known for now from that movie because when, when they, somebody mentioned her in another article in some other project she had gotten, they said, wondering if she's going to say Schlange in this. She, she says it twice, which is really good. Uh, yeah. It's just her go-to insult. But it's, in that scene, it's so funny and effective because it's the, it's the most vicious insult she can muster. Yeah. Yeah. It's the, probably the only one she really knows. She's mm-hmm. been in captivity for quite some time. Um, but she says it to Max, and now she says it to her uh, ex-captor. 
She's she, well, she says it to all men, and it's super appropriate. Yeah. Oh, good it, is, it is. It is literally, uh, literally, dick. you know, dick. You fucking dick. Yeah, it's great. It's a great little. Great, it, I love that this the sequence, which is a high octane sequence. Of, there's a car crash. Yeah. There's fire. There's guns. There's death. There's explosions. There's car crashes. All this all, uh, into rocks. There's all that's happening. But the movie the movie takes a second to let her call him a schlanger. Right. In full on center frame, it's her shot. Right. right. It's great. And oh. that's right. And that's right before because I want to um, mention briefly the reactions that the wives have when Splendid dies. Yes. Oh, there's so much to cover here. I know. Oh. I know. We're gonna all be right, okay. Go ahead. We're doing okay. Um, just the well, and and everybody's well, the whole reaction. Sequence where they ask Tom Hardy, "What did he see it?" Yeah. Did you see Let's it? Let's go like, through that yeah, whole thing. Yeah. Because. They want proof. They want to know if you saw it. If Furiosa wants to know. Well, she first says, yeah, one of the wives says, turn the rig around. Yeah, right. Which is ridiculous. They're not going to do that. Mm -hmm. um, they, they can't do that at this point. It's too dangerous. But they're all considering they, it. They're all say. considering it. They're like, we, we can't leave one of our wives behind. Um, which takes me back to what I said before, that they're not willing to sacrifice. Uh, maybe they are. Yeah. Um, because they want to... They, I think they have this perfect vision of how this was supposed to go. That's, that's more what it is, I think. And I think any time uh, you know, a wrench gets thrown into the works, they can't even imagine it. They can't even yeah, envision it. Yeah, go get her. What are you right. doing? Go get her. Yeah, go, yeah, we're not going without her. Yeah. And they have to know that. And, and Furiosa is like, even Furiosa is like, if you didn't see her go under, we're, we're going, going back. Because yeah, exactly. she may be alive. Yeah. She says, and, did you? Yeah. And, and did he or didn't he? Or does it matter? Or does I don't he? Know. It doesn't matter because I think he would have said she went under the wheels regardless because yeah. he knows. They can't go back. Yeah. And Survival. it's very interesting scripting here because he says she went under the wheels and Charlie's Throne says, did, did you, you see it? it? And he says, she went, she under, went under the wheels. He doesn't say that he saw it. He doesn't say yes. Exa oh, I love it. It's yes. a really Thank good. Thank you for bringing that It's up. a good bit of business there in terms yeah. of scripting because. Because you wonder if he's lying. Yeah. And, and you're right. It doesn't matter if he is or not because he'd say the same thing regardless. Mm -hmm. um, she went under the wheels is basically him saying, we're not going back. Yeah, exactly. We're not turning around. Yeah. She then, went yeah. under the wheels. And then, and then when they, and when that happens, then all the girls start wailing. I mean, they all... Well, except for one. Well, except for Zoe your favorite. Right, right. Who just... Hey, listen, just, I get that I mean, character I mean, choice. Yeah. She's a tough one. It's not an incorrect choice. It just sure. feels... Everybody Everybody feels grief differently. Yeah, and I get that, and, and I think shock. she made the right choice for her character. It just feels... It is a... In a pretty beautiful framed scene of all the people doing grief thrown away, hers feels fake to me. <laughs> there you go. Do you disagree? Fair enough. Do you feel me? I feel you. Do you agree, though? I feel you, dog. Thanks, man. Well, usually when you say yes like that, it means I disagree. It means I disagree. Yeah. Uh, sometimes it, it means I could go either way on it. So I need clarity of reaction from you in this podcast. Because okay. if you say, okay. yeah, that it can apparently mean I agree with you, I disagree with you, or, on the, or it doesn't, or didn't either way. Me. Didn't bother right. me. But do you agree, though? Yes. I agree. It didn't bother me. Okay, good. Yeah. All right. Because sometimes it's I disagree and it didn't bother me. And sometimes it's I agree with you. It's true. You can tell when I'm, when I'm not when I'm not 100% on something. One of my friends, one of my good friends uh, from grad school was this guy, Alex, and his answer to everything was, yeah? And, <laughs> and, uh, and so it could mean I don't, like, I'd say, Alex, do you, want, Maybe? do you want Mexican food? Yeah. That meant no. Right. Um, do you want to go to the club? Yeah. It means, yeah, no. I'll go. It means, no, I'll go. That's all go. It means I don't want to, I don't but want I'll to, go. but I'll go, yeah. And th this all came to, to a head. We were playing the French Festival. He's in a band with me. We were playing the French Festival in Edinburgh. And uh, and this guy so many comes up. I don't know about you. Yeah, this guy came up. Went to residency there at the Fringe, playing five nights a week. And wow. um, this guy, this guy came up to him, and apparently Alex looked like some comedian. 
And the guy, this guy rushes up to him. We're backstage. And he goes, are you Jim Johnson or whatever? And Alex goes, yeah. And the guy goes, you're due on stage in five minutes. And Alex goes, yeah. And the guy's like, okay, I'll see you up there and leaves. And, I, and we're all quiet for a second. And I was like, so other things yeah means for Alex, which is my name's not Jim Johnson and I'm not coming on stage. And I said, and I said you know that guy thinks you are the comedian and he thinks he's just giving you your five minute warning. And Alex goes, yeah. <laughs> I was like, this is ridiculous. Anyway, that's how you are to me sometimes where I'm like, I don't know, I'm learning to translate it, but I just want to get clarity sometimes on whether or not you think I'm crazy or if you think it's a good point. I think you're crazy. I need if support I didn't from think, you. Sorry. If I didn't think you were crazy, we wouldn't be doing this. Okay, I guess that's good. Um, but yeah, I, so there's this grief, beautiful grief scene where, where there's real heartache and torment. I mean, they, these, these girls have been in war together. They have been tortured together, captured together. They are as bonded as people can be. They've been through horror, the horrors of um, sex slavery and, and uh, numerous tribulations that happen. Uh, that may be our guest. I think, I think that's our guest. Uh, why don't we wrap it up? I think this is a lovely episode. Uh, lots to cover there. Um, but we got through most of it, I think. And I hope you guys enjoyed it. Uh, this is taking us up to the hour. The hour Fantastic. Mark. Fantastic. I uh, love it. So uh, I want to tell you something. Tell me something. My name is Travis Sintel. My name is Yuri Lowenthal. And you are awaited. <laughs> <laughs>